Guy, here we are, man. Um, what, what, what do you make of all this? So yeah, it's interesting. I, I think in the middle of October, the, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which I know we don't talk about. But Why are you talking about the Dow? Yeah, no, because I think a lot of people focus on it. It went, went from peak they to do. trough. It went down about 3,000 points. So let's just call it 10% for the sake of calling it 10%. And over the last, uh, I don't know, four trade, three trading days or so, the, the market's up now basically half of that. So it's got to be Yeah, we, we did that almost twice. Yeah. We, we had, we had uh, I've mentioned this uh, here on commercial break. We, we had the 10% pullback uh, in September. Uh, we rallied 10%. Uh, and, and then we had another 10% pullback through kind of mid last week, late last week. Um, and now we're 5% off the bottom. Right. So, right. all right. It, it's, it's, it's insane, but it got me thinking. So Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction was a very entertaining movie. I think you've seen it. I think you'll agree that it's entertaining. But then you get, you get all the people that want to try to explain to you what, what Pulp Fiction, means. what's going on and what this the means and what knock. that means. Yeah. And, yeah. and the reality is maybe it's just an entertaining movie. And so I think my point is a lot of people are trying to explain you no, know, was last week the market pricing in a, a Joe Biden victory and the last couple of days is that flipped and you know, maybe the market doesn't know either. Maybe the market's as confused as I was watching Pulp Fiction, but I'm so, mature enough to ex- say that I didn't know what the hell was going on in Pulp Fiction, and I don't know what the hell's going on now. Well, well, um, the soundtrack for Pulp Fiction, I Fantastic. thought, was Fantastic. extraordinary. And, it, and it's, it, it was one of those soundtracks that propelled movie soundtracks, especially in the 90s, to have um, almost a bigger role than the movie did. Um, Quentin Tarantino, sorry, man, seller. I'm selling them to you. Sold to you. Um, sold to no, no, no. You. I sold them to you um, because I, you know, look the, the 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 random, you know, let's let's cut off an arm here. Um, I, you know, Reservoir Dogs. You know, I get it, um, but uh, okay. So the the, the question is, um, should we be laughing when they bring out the gimp, right? And and yet we were made to believe that we were supposed to find that fascinating. Um, I, I, I think what's fascinating is that the market doesn't know whether this is uh, a, a, an artsy, um, you know, horror movie um, or whether it's actually um, kind of that, that, that subliminal happy ending movie where you keep waiting for something awful to happen. And, and when I look at the markets done over the last three days or even the couple of days, like the last two days, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to close about three and a half percent up in the S and P or we'll take your Dow um, going into an election that the VIX is still in the mid thirties uh, and the anxiety around the event, understandably based upon 2016. But I, I think the market uh, doesn't know uh, what, what to do with the prospect of a blue wave versus the prospect of status quo versus the prospect of something up the middle. The market right. is, is, is looking at the polls. The market is rallying on the concept of a blue wave is good news for stocks. We're not talking politics, guy. I don't want to know your politics. I don't want to know your sex life. I don't know about your religion. Um, I want to know about your view on the markets. And, and <laughs> sorry, I'm sure all those things are wonderful for you. Um, but but I, I think it's a case where 
you've you've got a market that seemingly is looking at the political polls, is concerned about 2016, but is rallying on the concept that you actually have a massive fiscal stimulus package on the other side, that you have a more conciliatory tone to uh, geopolitical, at least trade, and, and that you have a concept where you're going to at least take a, a, a more balanced approach, even to some of the issues around big cap tech. Um, I think the market really should want Biden in the White House and a GOP Senate, because that's going to stop the market um, from falling on its face when you think about the blue wave, which is going to bring higher corporate taxes, uh, higher uh, co uh, capital gains taxes, uh, and a lot more regulation, which to me um, could have the market down substantially even before December 1. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think you know, Tarantino or, you know, the Geico horror movie commercial, I, you know, I don't know what we got here, um, but why didn't those kids get into that running car? Uh, because that's to, because it's that, that's a genius commercial. They run into the barn with the chain with a hundred chainsaws hanging from it, all running. By the way, and I love which the is Jason remarkable. kind of it, it's the Jason lookalike guy who who really has a very interesting face, right? He's got a he's got a very long angular. He looks he and he, he just and he completely yeah. deadpanned it. He's like, yeah. oh. it was it's really that's one of the better. See, I look at this and say just. And I'm not suggesting you're doing this, but if you watch TV, if you watch any of the networks, everybody's trying to explain what's going on the same way everybody tried to explain to me what's going on in Pulp Fiction. And because I think there's a want, there's a need to try to explain things. And maybe I'm just not that bright. Very good chance that I'm not. But there was no real explanation about Pulp. There were six different movies embedded into one. And he tried to make you feel as if they're somehow tied together. And maybe they were the same way. I have no, I have no idea. I don't know why the market was down 3,000 Dow points last week, and I, and I have no idea why it's rallied now. I think to your point, I think you make great points in terms of what the market should want. I have no idea what we're going to get. And I think the vacillation in the market over the last week and a half is suggestive of exactly that. I think the real thing to focus on, to your point, is the fact that the VIX still has a 35 handle. Uh, that, to me, is the most concerning thing out of everything. But you know what? If there's a concession speech tonight by either one of these guys, that VIX, which is 35, is going to be in, in the high 20s, probably like that, in my opinion. So, so, so um, you know, and, and John Travolta was Vinnie Barbarino in Welcome Back, Cotter. Sure he was. Um, and and I, I tell you what, it, again, if you get a higher, uh, the expectation of, of higher capital gains uh, taxes on stocks, I think you're going to see a violent sell-off into deck 31 when you think about all the gains that have, that have, been, that have been rallying. So, I mean, Mr. Cotter, um, I, I think is not going to be welcomed back in 2021. And in fact, um, by the way, I, I think Pulp Fiction totally resurrected John Travolta. I think John Travolta, 100%. We wouldn't, he we would wouldn't admit have heard, that. We, yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, he would absolutely. I mean, he was on the trash. He's a huge he fan of the show, by the way. I know he, I know um, he's, and, and, we hear and from Samuel him and Samuel Jackson, they watch right. it together as it turns out, oddly enough. And I just over, right a, about, over a Le Royale. Royale yeah, with a, cheese. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned great soundtracks. So you have to pick between these two soundtracks. And you have to right, pick I'm, one. Don't equivocate. The Big Chill or Forrest Gump. That's a great Forrest Gump. poll right Forrest there. Forrest Gump. Forrest wow. Gump. Wow. Nice job. I mean, look, it's, it's the same reason. I, I respect Motown. And, 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 and we've already talked about Marvin Gaye taking the top spot on Rolling Stone's top 500 rock albums of all time. But, but you know, Big Chill's great, Barringer, you know, and co. Um, I mean, I know you're not asking about the movie, but that Forrest Gump soundtrack 
where it traverses from the 60s in those powerful sure. ballots that define the, you know, flower power all the way through to Bob Seger and, and into the you know, running against the wind and, um, and then getting into the 80s. I, th that Forrest Gump soundtrack, uh, incredible, by the way, um, incredible movie. And so I'm, I'm, I'm a buyer of Forrest Gump. I'm with you. On the long. Forrest Gump soundtrack, tremendous. But, you know, Big Chill came out, I think, my junior year in college, and that soundtrack was tremendous. What I'll tell you is, and I know you know this, Kevin Costner was actually in the Big Chill. He was the... Um, he was their classmate that died. He was the guy in the coffin. Little Great known point. fact. Great point. Yeah. See that? Um, One of Kevin Costner's better roles. I was going to say, because right now we're not running with wolves. We are running out of time. And uh, uh, sleep well tonight, my friend. Tomorrow's a new day. Talk to you later. Bye.